When you think about all of this, and we're going to use diet as kind of our background in supporting this thing, what ingredients should we look out for when we're spotting effective probiotics and, and, and how do they alter the gut? As we mentioned, what they start to do, they start to produce these chemicals, which are good not only for communicating with our brain, but also they are good for the surface that our basically gut lining, you know, the wall that separates our gut from the blood system, for example, from our uh, bloodstream. So those compounds protect the gut lining and, in, and prevents the formation of what you call leaky gut. Because remember, it's like at home, when you have a pipe, you know, for your water, you want it to be tight. You don't want to have leakage because if we start to have leakage, we start to have humidity. We start to have fungus growing all over the place. Here is the same in our body. Welcome to the Brain Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Patrick Porter. Please join us on our mission to better a billion brains. Enjoy the episode and remember to share it with your family and friends. Hello, welcome BrainTap Nation. This is Dr. Patrick Porter, and this is part of the Brain Fitness Podcast, bringing you cutting edge information that can help you with your brain function. And today we have a very special guest, Dr. Ganum, who's the director of Integrated Microcore, a cancer research center, but he's gonna to talk to us today about the Total Gut Balance, his incredible book that he put out that's changing the way people think about the gut-brain connection. You've heard me talk about it before, but I'm not the expert. We have Dr. Gnome here who's going to tell us all about it. So first of all, let's let's start, Dr. Gnome. For, tell us a little bit about what's going on and what drove you to create this book that, that we're talking about today. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. It's a really great pleasure to be with you, Dr. Porter. How it started is, you know, I started to look at microbiome, which is, as you know, it's the microbes that live in our body. And I used to go to all these meetings and start to realize, you know, this is really a very important area because it may change the way we think about managing our health. And with that in mind, I started doing research uh, to look at what microbes live in our body, in particular, not only fungi, but also bacteria. Because as you know, we have in our body different organisms or different microbes. It could be viruses, bacteria, and fungus. And my interest really goes down to the fungal community, which means the fung fungal really members that live in our our body, because that's where I started over 40 years ago to study candida, which is, as you know, is a fungus. And really with gaining more and more interest, I looked at patients who are uh, really suffering from Crohn's disease and compared their microbiome, both bacteria and fungus in the uh, not, not only the patients themselves who have the disease, but also their siblings or their members of the same family who are, don't have Crohn's. And really this allowed us to really see what is the difference between people with Crohn's and without. And that told us that, listen, bacteria and fungus really play an important role in this situation. And lo and behold, I published a paper and many people start to reach out to me asking questions. And that's really what fired me up because I thought, you know, maybe we'll be able to help how to manage these microbes so that we have better health. And really this is now history over 
15, 16 years ago. Yeah, this is great. I know that certain people uh, don't understand. They they think that we're this human cellular structure, but we're really uh, kind of like a colony of different, uh, just like we are in America, a melting pot of different nationalities. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about what that mix is from um, that we're talking about within the body? Yes, sure. I mean, this is very important point that you raise, especially the diversity. The more diverse our society, the better it is. The same uh, relate, is related to the microbes that live in our body. And when, with the advancement of technology, we found that in our body, we have more germs that live in our body than our human cells. There are hundred trillions different bacteria in our body. And if you add to that the viruses and the bacteria, you can see we are really more germs than we are humans. And when you looked at the genes, you know, the number of genes we have, we have 23,000 genes. And when we look at the microbes, what genome are there or what different uh, genes are there? More than 600,000. So really, we are a mix of both human cells as well as microbes. Yes. Yeah. Tell just for the audience that isn't into microbiology, which is probably a good number of them. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's meant by the gut brain access and why would we be concerned about the gut for our brain? I mean, a lot of people don't even make that connection. They don't realize these things are connected. I really agree with you. It's really difficult, the concept that gut-brain access is difficult. But if you think about it before, we used to think our brain tell us everything. But then we start to, to realize that there is a bi-directional or two-way communication. The brain tells our microbes in our gut, but also the microbes, which are the microbiome that live in our guts, also communicate with our brain. And really, it has been shown that the microbes in our gut play an important role in a number of things with respect to the brain. For example, the brain development, the physiology, the psychology, even our behavior. So this is the two-way communication, the way they chat each other with each other, brain and the guts and the organism that live in our guts is what we call gut-brain access. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah, we seem to have this uh, mental health tsunami, especially what's happened over the last three years. Well, how does the gut play a role in this mental health? Because uh, a lot of people disconnect. They don't realize that what they put in their body or how their body is processing below the neck really affects what's happening between their ears. I, I really, you know, that's, as I said before, we just think the brain is telling us. But now what we are seeing, if you have a disturbance or imbalance, imbalance of the microbes that live in your gut different communities instead of having the good guys you know the good organisms the beneficial organisms or sometimes what we call them probiotic we have more of those that can cause basically disease when that happens they start to these organisms or these microbes start to send signals as if they send messages to our brain. And that's where we start to see really an increase in different uh, hormones, dopamine, for example, or serotonin, okay? So when, we when our gut is out of balance with respect to the microorganisms, it affects our brain. But what's interesting is that even if we have stress, for example, or depression, as you mentioned, guess what? It starts to send messages, for example, cortisol, one of the hormones, to our gut. 
And you can see it becomes a vicious circle. The gut affects the brain and the brain affects uh, the gut. That's why it's very important that we balance the microbes in our gut because by doing this, guess what? We are gonna improve our mood, our anxiety level will go down and we'll be hopefully less stressed as well. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about microbes and the importance of fungi in the gut and, and how is all this related to our brain health? Because, you know, this is an important time. People are more concerned about their, their brain health now. It used to be the biggest fear was public speaking, right? The guy, the guy in the casket was more relaxed than the guy giving the eulogy. Now, now we have people are, people are more afraid that they're going to get older and be a burden to their family and not remember their past. So talk a little bit about how these things all work together. You know what? What happens when the micro microbes are living in our body, in the gut, for example, because we are talking about gut-brain access, what they do, they break down food. Like, for example, fibers. If we eat oatmeal, for example, it has a lot of fibers. These beneficial microbes start to break that down, and they produce small chemicals, or we call them metabolites. These chemicals also like you know the scientific name i know we are talking to the general uh, public we call it uh, uh, metabolites but really it's small molecules it's like uh, a chemical this chemical then can go cross the gut lining and reach up the brain to the brain and when it reaches there it starts to affect the brain but also in the process it could affect our inflammation so that's how they communicate together Okay, and that and what's really important here because we need these good organisms, so we need to give them the appropriate food or the right food so that they can produce the good stuff instead of giving uh, eating some food that will increase those that can cause disease, and that's we don't want, right. Exactly. So when we're thinking about repairing our gut, because I've heard it said that if you have a leaky gut or a damaged gut, you probably have a leaky brain or a damaged brain because the biomes kind of mirror each other, you know, kind of the the uh, this, the old adage as above, so below, you know, kind of works within our body as well. Um, what is going on there? And can you give us some tips, maybe five tips for repairing the gut or total balance or whatever you have that can help the, the listeners? You know, it's really sometimes what's important for people to think it's really in our hand. We can repair our gut. How can we do that? We can do it through a number of things. Number one is the diet. The Westernized diet really have caused havoc in our gut. We eat so much processed food, so much sugar. All of this will cause imbalance, okay? So what we need to do, we need to, to eat a type of food that will encourage the growth of the beneficial organisms. And when they grow, like for example, let's give example, Mediterranean diet, okay? It's a good diet, even though sometimes having too much pasta or too much wine is not really uh, recommended. And that's mm -hmm. what we, uh, I discussed in the Total Gut Balance, the book you mentioned uh, at the beginning, where the Mediterranean diet is, have been shown to be very beneficial to keep our balance of these good microbes in our gut. So diet is number one. Number two, exercise. You really need to exercise and it does not have to be very uh, excessive exercise. Look, enjoy yourself, go for a walk, maybe 30 minutes a day or three times a week will be plenty. 
What I do is I have a dog. His name is Prince. When I go from work, and you know, work these days is really stressful. We are doing so many things. So I go home, I take Prince and we go for a walk. It's lovely. You relax. It's lovely atmosphere. So you have diet, exercise, very, very important. Also, really uh, sleep. We need to try to reduce our stress and try to sleep. Try to have things that will calm you down. Okay. The other thing which is really important, I think women do uh, do a greater job than men, is the yoga, for example. Yoga is really fantastic because what happens, you are trying to focus on the stretching your body, doing all these movements, and you don't think of what you are doing during the day. So it relaxes you. So it's a combination, diet, lifestyle, as well as reducing stress. That is going to help you a lot. Yeah. So there's there's something they call pre and and most people have heard about probiotics, but they've never heard about prebiotics. Can you tell us a little bit about what you mean by prebiotic? Sure. Prebiotic is basically uh, food, food that can feed the probiotic strains or the beneficial organisms. Fiber, for example, which, as you know, we find a lot in fiber in peas, in lentils in oatmeal, all of these are very good food for these microbes, because guess what? Our body does not break down the fibers. Who breaks these fibers down are the good beneficial microbes. And by breaking them down, as we mentioned, what they start to do, they start to produce these chemicals, which are good, not only for communicating with our brain, but also they are good for the surface that our basically gut lining, you know, the wall that separate our gut from the blood system, for example, from our uh, bloodstream. So those compounds protect the gut lining and, in, and prevents the formation of what you call leaky gut. Mm-hmm. Because remember, it's like at home when you have a pipe you know, for your water, you want it to be tight. You don't want to have leakage because if we start to have leakage, we start to have a humidity. We start to have fungus growing all over the place. Here is the same in our body. In our body, if we have a leaky gut, then toxins start to go in, uh, nutrients, which we don't want. So that's very important that we take care of that gut lining because by having like in the house, no leakage, is much better for us than having a leaky gut. Now, when you think about all of this, and we're going to use diet as kind of our background in supporting this thing, what ingredients should we look out for when we're spotting effective probiotics and and, and how do they alter the gut? You know, with respect to the diet, uh, as we said before, a healthy diet, it includes various different compounds like fruits, Okay, uh, vitamins, minerals, fibers, as we mentioned, resistant starch, starch again, which does not break uh, uh, alone in our body. Our body cannot break them. These organisms can break them. So all of these factors can help us with respect to really, they play a role sort of what we call anti-inflammatory, which means they stop inflammation, okay? 
also something else which you can eat very nicely is fish salmon for example with all omega-3 and also the right type of proteins there plant proteins is very good okay so all of these we need to start to use and we need to avoid sugar sugar is really terrible because sugar what it does it increases the growth of these organisms especially refined sugar of these organisms that can cause uh, disease such as Candida, for example, which I know a lot of people know about candida because we have thrush, for example, whether it's in the babies with their mouth, you know, oral thrush or vagina, vaginal thrush. So this is very important to avoid. Also, try to avoid artificial sweeteners. You know, we did a study where we took mice, we gave them artificial sweeteners, and guess what? We increased the presence of a bacteria called protobacteria. And this is a red flag for inflammation. So that's why we say, please avoid processed food, uh, avoid uh, sweeteners, as well as emulsifiers. And of course, too much red meat is not great, you know, because red meat has a lot of saturated fats, which we need to uh, avoid as well. Yeah, I think because there's so much stress out there, people are having a lot more gut problems. They think it's just, it's totally 100% psychological. It, I think it could contribute, of course, but t gut health is trending right now. People are looking, hey, and most people don't realize that the leading cause of people missing work, work is irritable bowel syndrome, right? So yes. tell us a little bit about what it means to have a healthy gut and what are the essentials for a healthy gut? You know, if you think about it simply, healthy gut, we need a number of things. Number one, we need diversified community of microbes. It's like what we talked at the beginning. In our society, the more diverse we are, the more we can help each other and this work together. Now, in the gut, we need diversified or uh, uh, microbes. In, uh, and what I mean by that is having, le let's say, lactobacillus, which is a beneficial bacteria, bifidobacterium, also, there is a fungus which we all know, Baker's yeast, you know, Saccharomyces cerevisiae, for example, is very good fungus as well. So we need to have these beneficial organisms there because once they are there, as I mentioned, they start to produce good product that help us. Not only this, they also keep the pathogens or microbes that can cause disease, they can keep them suppressed or they can really inhibit them. They, co they compete with them about food. They basically starve them to death. Okay. Also what they do, one thing which is really interesting because I am, I'm interested in, in, in uh, antimicrobials, these beneficial organisms, they produce what we, sh what we say, antibiotics. Antibiotics that keeps the pathogens, okay, down. And other so to have a balanced gut, you need to have the right diversity, you need to have beneficial microbes more than the a harmful one. We need to have a really uh, uh, semi-permeable uh, gut lining, which means we have good tight junction. It's healthy. We need to have mucins there so that it will keep the bad microorganisms out. Yeah. I know that a lot of people are wondering, gosh, what, what do I need, what I can't eat? I know on your website, uh, Biome Health spelled bio like b i o h m 
health.com you actually have a quiz there right they can go there they can click on the quiz they can find out what they need a free gut quiz right so tell us a little bit about what they're going to learn because i'm hoping that everyone listening to this goes over to your website takes the quiz and then i have a couple other questions about what i've what i saw when i was researching oh great you know that that, that that's gut testing.com if you go there they ask you a few questions and the more you answer, more than three, it will tell you, you most likely have an imbalance, okay? Like for example, if you eat too much sugar, if you eat uh, uh, meat, if you have, uh, uh, I, as we said, I, I mentioned the different types of uh, meat, for example. If you eat too much fruit, even though fruits are is good, you know, we should eat more fruits, but don't take too much because again, there is a lot of sugar there. So anyway, when you take that test, it will tell you whether you have imbalance in your microbiome, okay? And once you know this, what you need to start taking measures, how can I rebalance the gut? The other thing, what we should really remember, this test tells you, you know, potentially you have, like it suggests the presumptive imbalance. You can go and take a test where you send your stool sample, where it is analyzed, and then they look at your sample, compare it to what are the microbes that live in healthy people, not only bacteria, but also fungus as well. And also they ask you questions about your uh, different, like 50 questions about what sort of thing you eat, do you exercise, are you stressed out? All of these questions, and based on this, the, our dietitian and nutritionist will come out and send you a report to tell you, this is how you compare with the uh, healthy people. And what to do if you are out of balance, what to do about it, how you can bring it down, back to balance, restore it and maintain it. If your balance is good, then hey, keep going what you are doing and you'll be great. How often do you see that? You know, I believe it or not, the vast majority of people is in between sort of. Like we have few that they have score less than four, which means they really have certain issues. Like we, we found a lady who eats great food, but she is very highly stressed out and she scored less than four. The vast majority of people, they are a little bit out of balance. That's why it's good to try to address this situation. But very few people we have, they score more than seven, which is really no issues whatsoever. Right. I know most people can't get it from actual food, so they have to supplement. And there was a one of the things that we're really big on for the brain, of course, is greens, because you can get your omega-3s directly from the source, and there's a protein source. And you have a product called Super Greens with probiotics. I was just wondering what you found, because I've never seen them combined. So that's a kind of a unique product that's pretty pretty neat. So can you tell us a little bit about what to expect if someone orders super greens? You know, the nice thing about super green, as you say, not only it has a probiotic, but it has a prebiotic. It was also other, other really beneficial minerals, vitamins, and all the good 
uh, natural product or herbal product that's gonna support your gut. And really what's so important uh, at Biome, we spent a long time, a really very long time to try to have it, uh, it taste well, because you know, you need somebody to add it into their water or juice, uh, it's, uh, it tastes very well. So I was very pleased the other day, I was walking, as I mentioned, the dog and my neighbor, she said, you know, we bought this, uh, Our the kids love it. I, I was so happy because you know, you need to take care of yourself in the right way, having the rice component, but also it has to be pleasant, you know. And, and you have something I've never seen. I mean, it, it's like you must have uh, went off planet or something to figure this out. But there's a product there called Super Reds. I know that a lot of people don't eat beets anymore and they're really good for us and things like that. Tell us a little bit about the product Super Reds, because I'm sure our listeners, if you're like me, I mean, I'm in this industry. I've never heard of that. But when I was doing the research, I was I was fascinated with what you what it had to say about it. But tell us for the listeners. You know, the, the Super Red, uh, clearly it has some of some berries, you know, some berries. Is, uh, these are very, very important because you have, uh, uh, you know, uh, phytonutrient, they have uh, antioxidants. So we try to combine it all together so that you'll have not only what you need for nutrients to support your gut lining, but also uh, the probiotic to keep the beneficial organisms uh, growing. And again, really, we are very happy that uh, uh, people are uh, uh, enjoying using th those products. And we are getting some good feedbacks. Always, you know, as a scientist, I'm always happy to hear what we are doing. It's helping people because honestly, that's what I do it for. People ask me sometimes, are you going to retire? I say, no, no, I'm having too much fun. I'm not retiring. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, it's great. Nowadays, we can we can actually create things that, that we can measure that work. You know, before people were making it up and then you just have to wait for the, the patient to come back and tell you it was working or not. Now we can actually know beforehand, like you said, they can send out, if they wanna do a dry stool analysis or send something away. So a lot of good things. What's in the future for you? What do you, what do you think is gonna happen? Because this is something I don't think is going away. People's gut is because of the sugar. I mean, they say that we eat a hundred times more sugar than our ancestors did. Uh, of course, we go down the grocery aisle, everything is filled with sugar. Uh, what do you think the future holds for probiotics and gut health? I tell you, this is, I'm really glad you asked this question because this is what keeps me awake at night and excited, you know? Uh, what we are doing, remember I said, we, people send us their fecal samples and the questionnaires. So we are looking at different cohorts. Like we are looking at people who are stressed out, people who have low energy, just an example, okay? And then what, what we do, we then compare their microbiome with the healthy microbiome, okay? And then we find what is the uh, imbalance. So the future is, can we come out with ways to rebalance the microbiome and maintain it? And I just published a paper. I know it's like, like I'm now going to science a little bit. I just published a paper in a journal called Gastroenterology, where it showed what we did. We, we looked at what is the imbalance, we then identified organisms that are able or, or, or ingredients, you know, like inulin, for example, that can help in rebalancing. Uh, and then we came out with the new formulations to come out with the new product. So we come out with the new product, but what's the exciting part is you need to prove, does it work or not? That's where we are a science-based company. So what mm -hmm. we do, we do 
validation of the product. In other words, we do in vitro testing, test in, testing in a test tube, you know, a glass beakers, and we see do this, does this new formulation achieve what we want to achieve? Does it inhibit the bad guys or not? Does it support the good guys? And then we go into animal model to make sure that they are not not uh, they are healthy, they don't cause any issue. And finally, we just finished a clinical trial which we submitted where we looked at people uh, where they took the probiotic and we see did it improve their gut health? Did it improve their uh, microbiome? Remember, because that's the play, a major player there, and we found that we are able to really, we met what you call the primary criteria. In other words, we reduce bloating, uh, abdominal pain, uh, or abdominal uh, stress, you know, as well as uh, uh, flutulence. We looked at secondary endpoints where we improve constipation and regularity, you know? So really this is very exciting. So to me, this is the pathway forward. The future of the microbiome is to use this data, big data, from thousands of people to come out with the new products and prove that they work and hopefully it will help people. Right, great. I know that uh, we mentioned the book at the top of the show, we talked about a little bit, but of all the, I mean, they have to buy the book to get the whole thing. We don't have enough time here to go through it all, but out of everything I've asked you about and we've discussed, is there anything that I've missed out that they might uh, learn more about in the total gut balance? I know there's a lot more there, that, that we can't share because the podcast yeah, is true. too short. True. I mean, what's what, what I did in that, uh, the total gut balance is first of all, the first part, uh, it was the science behind it. It's not co too complicated because I partnered with one co-author co of mine and what she did, she made it simpler. You know, we scientists sometimes complicate things. She mm -hmm. took it and make it simpler. So it explained why and how we can rebalance the gut. But also we came out with uh, recipes for you know, for lunch, breakfast, dinner, what sort of things you should eat, what sort of thing you should avoid. And honestly, they, uh, when you cook it, it's uh, really similar to the Mediterranean diet, but it's uh, different in that we uh, reduced uh, the, uh, the carb, a lot of carb, a lot of sugar, we cut it down. Uh, so you will enjoy it. I, I hope your uh, audience will enjoy this because from what I understand, and I really tried some of this food and, they, you know, I am Lebanese. I know good Mediterranean food and yeah. it really was a pleasure. So you have a good guidance how to really re reset or rebalance your gut by following the uh, diet there in the total gut balance. Yeah. And we'll have that book linked uh, to the, the show notes so people can go. It's it's on Amazon. It's actually 336 pages. That's why I said there's nobody's going to, you know, get it all. I downloaded the Kindle version to, uh, you know, look through it and start reading it. I'm always impressed with uh, what you're doing. We, some people actually call the gut the first brain because if we, if, you know, we're 70, 95% of the time, I guess, uh, depending upon what you're reading, your body is what's controlling the show, not the brain between your ears. It's trying to make sure you don't get hit by a car while you're, while it's doing all the metabolizing and digesting and doing all these things. So 
I want to thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to talk to us to and congratulations on creating the products because a lot of people will talk about the problem but they don't have a solution you know so you can read about the problem and the solution at the total gut balance but you can also go over to the website which again will have linked in the bottom that I talked about earlier you can go there try out the products I recommend those because we get if we don't get our gut right our brain is never going to be right and especially if you're suffering from things like headaches or brain fog not sleeping well this could be the missing link uh in your diet and you know there's a there's a whole plan of action there in the total gut balance so they can they can download that book as a kindle or they can get the hardcover book which you sell on on amazon however you like to read it i mean i know some people like to still hold the physical pages um i travel too much for that so i download the kindles <laughs> and read them read them on my on my ipad but uh I want to thank you. Is there anything else you want to leave with the uh, BrainTap listeners? Well, I really think I am an optimistic person. I think I always know, look, it's in our hand. Let's do it and you are going to be fine. And honestly, we are very fortunate uh, in our life. And I wish everybody the best of health, particularly the gut health. Yes, exactly. So again, thank you for being here. Anyone you know that is... Uh, suffering from even upset stomach. It could be uh, their gut biome is out of alignment. I said, in fact, I would say, I would bet uh, all the money that uh, Dr. Gano makes that that would, that would be the case, right? The, uh, I think there's a problem there. I mean, I would say that if you're missing work because you have indigestion and those kind of things, we need to get the gut biome right because you're not getting the help you need from all those other uh, bugs, if you will, that are in the system that are supposed to be there. They're not negative. You know, we have viruses that are positive. We have the bacteria. In fact, our mitochondria is bacteria. You know, that's what fuels the whole system. So uh, we need these things. We need to have our body working together because if there's any confusion there and there's a disconnect, we're not going to be metabolizing, digesting, and living our best life that we need now. So thanks again. Please like and share this podcast. Let's get the word out. Go order the book, Total Gut Balance. Learn more. Go to the website. Take the test. Figure out if they have a solution for you because the solution's out there. I can guarantee you, you just got to research it, find out what's going to work for you. We brought uh, Dr. Gnome on because we felt like he was an expert. He is an expert in this field. He researches. And like you heard him say, he doesn't just research and publish for his community. He actually creates products for the rest of us so that we can get a healthy and vibrant gut and live the type of life that we need. And that's gonna give us clear, more focused thoughts and help us to live our best life today. So congratulations on the work you're doing. We're gonna get this out to the world. And now world, it's up to you to like and share and get this to your family members, friends and coworkers that you want them to be out of balance. Uh, you know, you don't want them to be out of balance. You want them to be healthy and vibrant and, and be there for you as well. So until the next podcast, please listen up. We're, we're out there. Our mission is to better a billion brains. And part of those brains, like I said, maybe the first gut, a lot of people think it is. Our gut is our first brain. It's not just a second brain or a third brain because it's the one we use up until we're able to talk and, and everything. It kind of takes over the whole show. When we're busy doing what we're doing, it's still busy doing what it needs to do even while we're sleeping. So again, thank you and congratulations to your work. You. Let's get everybody to have this book in their hands and start learning about the gut-brain access and how they create health. Again, thank you for showing up, being there. Help us to grow this and better a billion brains. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I tremendously enjoyed it. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Thank you for joining us on our mission to better a billion brains. Follow at Dr. Patrick Porter on social media for updates and remember to practice brain fitness every day.